Hey guys, Justin here. Thanks for tuning into the Brews Room, a beer and culture show hosted by myself, brewery owner Jeff, bar owner Kyle, and beer enthusiast Mark. Collectively, we have over 174 years combined experience in bad puns and drinking beer. You can find us anytime at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom or watch the live stream every Monday at 10.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash thebearded. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out patreon.com slash thebrewsroom for information on our second supporter-only show we like to call After Dark. It's just a little more of everything that the Brews Room is, just with less filters. No filters, to be exact. Enough about us. Grab your seat at the bar. The Brews Room starts now. Merry Christmas. I started. That's all that counts. Now we've started. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I want to be the first one to uh, say Merry Christmas to you guys. You're Thanks the fun. second. You're they, right. did, they didn't hear you say it the first time. No. Well, everybody else except for the two people on chat right now did. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you two? Are you two? Yeah, basically, I think so. Uh, we got uh, Big T's in the house. Big T, is that, your, is that his new nickname or what? That's what his that's Twitch, what his Twitch oh. handle is. Greg Teeman. We got a couple of guests with us tonight, and and a mystery guest, sort of the silent guest, back over there in the background. Uh, for those of you on Twitch, you can see one of them. Justin's blocking the other one, but that's okay. He's kind of hiding. And there you go, Danny. That's better. Well, we'll welcome Jake Flick from Founders and Danny Morrow from Deschutes. Yo. How are you guys? What up? We uh, we mentioned uh, Danny last week. If uh, for those of you guys paying attention, we were talking about. How uh, Deschutes is going to start getting a lot better representation around here. And we spoke highly of you. Hope I, you know that. I appreciate it. And then, Jake, we talk about you all the time. You, Everybody knows you. You do. And thank you. So, No, thank you. Because the only reason we talk about you is you bring us some beer. Which is what you've done tonight. Hence the reason they are on the show with us. What are we drinking tonight, Jake? Well, got a three-year. Get up on the mic. Get up on it. Three-year vertical of abyss. Mm. Uh, old old vert too uh 13 14 and 15 tonight so this can be a good time well because not only that what else are we drinking tonight papa came correct with uh something as well what are we drinking yeah what years Four, 14, 14 through 18 bcs Ooh. all right yeah. so a three-year vert of abyss five-year vert of bcs and hopefully that Marshall Zukov sitting yeah. over there. So <laughs> Kyle's gonna sleep in his truck again. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. We will uh, definitely be Ubering it home tonight. I believe it's gonna be a Merry Christmas for us. That's I can tell what you I that. Told my wife. Uh, just so you guys know too, let's uh, get this out of here. This is probably the last show of the year, FYI. Uh, next week is Christmas Eve, and then we got New Year's shit the week after. So we won't uh, we won't talk to you guys for a couple weeks. Uh, on the show, but you can still come into the bar. And I think that's us. how they do it in the biz. All the radio people do yeah. that. I know Glover, like, last day was, like, last Wednesday. <laughs> like, dude takes, like, the last three weeks of the year off. Good for him. I guess you can do that when you're the biggest news or talk show. Radio in, personality in, in the, the city. city. Well, yeah. he's syndicated nationwide now, too. Are you kidding? No. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's on a bunch of stations. That's the only show I can stand listening to on that channel. Like I had to turn day. off. I used to listen to him all the time, and I can't stand his his partner. Uh, Mark Close? No, Turbrock. Oh, he's been gone for years. Oh, has he really? Yeah. Oh, they I couldn't had, handle him, man. They had a falling out. 
Really? He went kind of crazy, apparently. Dave wouldn't ever come out and say exactly what happened, but, uh, yeah, he left the show probably five years ago. I had no idea. Yeah. The, the new guys they got, and uh, a girl that are uh, re- that's on there, are actually really interesting to listen to. I couldn't hear, I couldn't listen to him suck Dave's cock anymore. Oh. Hey, hey, pal. Hey. How you doing, pal? Hey, whatever you say, pal. You got it, pal. Turk oh. Rock was gar- a garbage co-host. Oh, he was terrible, man. I hated him. And I don't really like that that station. You know, I'm a little more liberal than uh, that station is. So, and by a little, I mean a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably get cracking on a beer right away. We got a lot of we big ones, so we might as well get, get on through. it. Do you want me to open it? Yeah, you got a you got a key. What are we going to start with? The thirteen, Jake? No, I think we should go in reverse, Jeff. I think it's a terrible idea, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some non-dead air, man. You guys are uh, riveting so far. Danny, I want to ask you a question. Yes. And I don't know if you're going to have any privy information about the- oh, You're uh, going to jump right into oh, it. We're here. Jump He's in. here. I mean, come on. Why not? Let's, let's, uh, what do you know about the uh, Deschutes layoff? I like, know nothing. No? <laughs> no? 10% of their workforce. I, I, I did read the article. Yeah. Just like everybody else has out there. But, uh, you know, it came as a surprise. It was one of those things where it was just like- Oh boy, uh, you don't actually work for the shoots, right? It's like a it's like a fifty fifty split between the shoots and major, and so it's a it's a it's a beautiful marriage where you know, like they pay half your salary, the shoots pay half your salary. That's that's how it works, man. Oh, really? shit, right. that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I guess that meant that is why you were safe because they don't you don't cost shit to them. Exactly. In the, you know, in, in the right. thick of it, in the long run. Like, right, right. They know. never really came out, at least in the article, and said what kind of people they're laying off. I don't know if it was office, production, management, you know, uh, sales. Um, I was kind of interested to see if you had any info. I mean, the, the crappier world is, is it's interesting right now. I mean, there's you see it every year. Breweries are laying off. All the big boys are at uh, least. I mean, they're they're laying off personnel, and it's um it's it's getting to the point where you know everybody's doing what they can to uh, be an asset to a company. Stay so, employed. Trying to stay employed. I gotta believe it wasn't a huge surprise to some people at Deschutes when just a week before they came out and said that they weren't going to open that um, Roanoke, Roanoke Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, there was some writing on the wall there. I think anyway. Um, but I, I don't know. I know AB just did another round of layoffs as well, um, mostly management positions, I believe. But uh, I heard they laid off some production people as well. Uh, brewery side on actual AB products, not just uh, high-end stuff. Those are all St. Louis people too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Apparently that was a big surprise as well. Uh, I know there was a lady on the news, they were interviewing about it, and she said just last week her boss was telling her uh, – She's getting ready to get a promotion, and then she walked into work, and they handed her her fucking pink slip, told her to get her box and head out the door. I'm like, fuck. Jeez. And there's nothing better. I mean, it, it's never cool to lose your job, but there's nothing better than losing it three weeks before Christmas, yeah. I tell you. I mean, <laughs> just in time for all of the, uh, or the fucking credit card bills to come through. <laughs> Who knows? It'll be wild to see after next year when we're projected to have 9,000 breweries in the country. I mean, the big boys that are – affected by this yeah. there'll be there'll be a lot more layoffs next year i think so too right uh, around christmas time yeah are these beers different every year the percentages yes well 13 and 14 are the same 15 is way different uh so this is brewed with blackstrap molasses licorice cherry bark vanilla six percent aged in oak bourbon 11 aged in oak barrels and 11 aged in oak wine barrels did you say cherry bark vanilla 
cherry bark, yep. comma cherry bark. vanilla. Oh, okay. Those are two ingredients. For being five years old, this is still hot as hell. This is my first sip, and it is delicious. It's very good, but it's still hot. I'm really surprised. Get a lot of coffee on this as well. Get a lot of cherry bark. I get the cherry bark. Cherry bark, maybe that's A lot of cherry bark. Yeah. I think the vanilla's kind of falling off. Yeah. I don't know that I would hold on to this one for six years. The molasses is real strong on it still. Yes. Even though the heat is so present, I'd be afraid that if you wait any longer on this, it's going to turn into soy. Yeah, it's it's getting to that point already. Uh-huh. I've got two bottles of this at home. You can so, drink them. Yeah, we're going to drink those <laughs> real soon. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see the comparison of these as we go on. So uh, we were talking about getting fired on right before Christmas. Lynn, my, my wife, she's a teacher. As a... Christmas gift, the district let them have their paychecks like a week early. <laughs> that was their gift? Yeah. like They didn't get anything extra. They just no, got it early. They're like, they're like, they sent out an email, email and said, like, happy holidays. You guys get your check a week early. I'm like, it's not a fucking gift. Like, I guess, thanks. I'm going to spend that money a week earlier than I was going to. It doesn't. A like, bunch of assholes. That's not a gift. That's shit. No. You were enrolled in the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> I would, would have rather had that. At least I got something extra. He said it's a gift. Yeah, I like jelly. I eat PB and J's all the time. This is gross. Uh, peanut butter and jelly is gross. I hate jelly. Even as a kid, I I ate peanut butter sandwiches. Never peanut butter American. and jelly. I I've never liked jelly. I will eat just plain peanut butter, but I like a little jelly on every once. I don't in like it. You like crunchy or creamy? A fucking crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah, I'm a grown up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the one that's together in the same jar? The peanut butter and jelly yeah. in the same jar? Oh, nah. grape. Nah. Yeah. I, I, it's so nah. good. No. Nah. Nah. Why would nah. you do that? It's really no good. Way. It's it's if, layered, though. I, I know. Yeah. It's got the stripes in it. Yeah. You know? No, no fucking figure. The Nazi guy Isn't likes that grape? stuff, man. That's, that's <laughs> awful. What's wrong okay, with you, man? You don't like man? anything. What is, I, I like lots of stuff. Well, you don't like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> no, I don't. That's a real asshole thing to do. What do you guys think? of? Have you ever had peanut butter and butter? No. What? No. Yes. No. It's fucking awesome. It is awesome. I actually, but you already got peanut butter. It's, it's in the different. name. It, it, uh, you just put like a little bit of butter on there, and it kind of like cuts out the the peanut, the, the richness of it a little bit. Salted it's fucking butter. good. Yeah, salted just like butter. a little bit of salted butter. It's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I'll try it on it, your recommendation. And I didn't know Clogs that. your arteries three times as fast. Oh, yeah. I, I, I eat it like once a year because it's, <laughs> yeah, obviously the worst thing you could probably ever eat. But I was sitting at the bar the other night. I like fried bologna, too. doesn't mean I'm going to eat it very often. So Googers, that's it. Um, mm. it's somebody at the bar was talking about Terrible. peanut butter and butter, and it was a woman, and the guy she was with is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I heard it from the other to the bar. I'm like, nah, I'm on your side. <laughs> I didn't know anybody else ever did that. I have never heard of that. Yeah. And it sounds terrible, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to try, try one. It. I, I may try it tonight yeah. when I get home because I'm going to need something in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> There's two other gross variations on this get up on fucked up PB&J get up on thing. Yeah. There's one my buddy does mayonnaise no. and, and peanut butter. And no. then he also no. does uh, that marshmallow fluff shit. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, come on now. Right? With what? Peanut butter. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I had that as a kid all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. They didn't have marshmallow I don't want fluff it. when you were a kid. Fluff or Shut the fuck sandwich. It was invented when I was a kid, motherfucker. <laughs> Greg just said butter, crunchy peanut butter, jelly on rye toast. That sounds awesome. Uh, I can't think of a worse. I had rye toast and a worse I would combination make that as soon as I walked in the door tonight. I think I only can eat peanut butter and jelly with white bread. 
I don't think I would like it. And the else. least surprising thing that I've ever heard today. <laughs> you can't talk in this conversation. You Here don't need it. Kyle only says things about white white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of year in review, this is our last show of the year, and we usually do some kind of recap. Yeah. Um, you guys remember we were talking about the uh, peanut butter and butter sandwiches? <laughs> that is, Man, that is I still don't think that was, doesn't did, sound yeah. good. Uh, did you guys have a favorite beer this year? A new, either a new brewery or a new um, IP from a brewery Rupture. that came out. Rupture didn't come out this year. I think it did. It yeah. did not. Last year? Uh, mine is still Last that year, IPA my favorite beer was Rupture. Evil Twin. Yeah. I, I still can't remember the name of it. but that IPA. You know the one I'm talking about. We had it on tap uh-huh. here, and it was it's the first IPA that has made me go, whoa, wait, what the fuck am I drinking again? Yeah. In a long time. Is I like that a lot. Yes. A uh, couple months ago. Three, four months, yeah. Well, I'll tell you mine. I can do a quick Google yeah. search. My, I, I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but it surprised me was that New Belgium Emperor. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. that was coming yeah. off that beer. But the G13? G13 from uh I, I think you're in Sweetwater. a Hemper camp or you're in the G13 camp. Yeah. I did not like Hemper. Hemper fell flat. It had a great nose, but... Did you try G13? I hadn't tried G13. Oh, you shit. need to try okay. G13. Yeah. I had one today. Oh, it was blow awesome. your mind. Done. It's interesting. I think we're going to see, um, you know, the G13 is actually brewed with uh, turpines from that strain. I don't know if Hemper uses uh, turpines in it as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more beers next year, IPAs that are yeah. being brewed with. Their uh, next uh, one coming out is Mango Kush. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I had that. what I had same uh, way yeah. too. There you the tank with uh, the turpines. Man- yeah, mango kush turpines. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait for this. I had lunch with the owner of Sweetwater last Thursday. Oh, look at me! <laughs> I get to hang out with important people. <laughs> Can you grab that? Do, do you know why Jealousy I come here? Is a Kyle, drop that name. I was hoping you oh. could get it. <laughs> uh, I really don't know why. I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. I think. <laughs> nah, keep going. Well, normally you yeah. aren't here yeah. right now because you're late every time. Yeah. Uh, they took 30 strains of weed yeah. and made beers with those, and that's G13 came out the best. Oh, really? So they have done this before. This is just the first one that came out in production? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They did rush it. They rushed. They weren't supposed to release G13, um, but when the Hemper came out, uh, they rushed it out, And but it's, been, yeah. it's closing in on being their number one bestseller. They were right on to release that at the same time, I think. Because I think it showed, well, at least for me, how much stronger of a, an option the G13 was over the Hemper. But if you haven't had them, I think you would think, oh, Hemper is awesome. G13 for me is just so much on a different level. Yeah. Um, because the beer itself is... The Soul re- Made. Sorry. Soul Made, yeah. Soul Made was that Evil Twin IPA. If you guys see it, I really recommend it. It was amazing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But No, I was just saying... It, it, Hemper had that same aroma, but the, I think the beer itself kind of fell flat. Uh, the rest of the flavor and the body, mouthfeel, everything. Like G13 just did every other step of the beer a little bit higher. I thought Hemper smelled great. Yeah. Yeah, I took the, – the smell blew me away. You need to try G13. Find it, man. It's it's everything Hemper isn't. It's so good. So what else did Sweetwater have coming out? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's all I really oh, – that's what that, Yeah. About. We talked a lot, a lot about the the oils and stuff like that, and yeah. how they did it, and uh, and then they just mentioned Mango Kush. Jake, did you have a favorite beer this year? Yeah. On the mic. What is it? I really liked Curmudgeon's Better Half. That was really good. 
It's a beer I'd been chasing for seven years, even prior to my employment at Founders, and yeah. it was great. Danny, thanks for being honest and picking yeah, a beer that you I really like. Plug my own beer. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. That's one. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's on the I, side of the table. I had one at. Uh, you want to go start our own show? <laughs> yes. See how many people you get to listen to that shit. About the same that we get with <laughs> ours. Probably. There's four fucking people. <laughs> Big shot. Uh, I will. I gotta. I gotta side with uh, Jake on this. Fucking old curmudgeon was awesome. We had it at ITAP. Uh, nightmare. Oh yeah, we did. Last, I forgot we did week, try it, and it was weekend. really fucking good. And yeah, I really enjoyed that beer. You know, some of the maple syrup bourbon barrels we use for our beers, they don't necessarily carry the whiskey as well as I would like. And I think the medium of that beer carried both sides well, and I thought that was really nice. I don't know that it's going to hold up and aging really well. <laughs> Jungle Jim says we need four quality people, not quantity. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's quality people. That's what it's about. <laughs> what uh, are we going to see that again next year? No, we are not going to do it again next year. That's going back into retirement. <sighs> Every four years for that one, right? Uh, not necessarily. Oh it's, no, no. It had been seven years prior before we did that. Um, oh fuck! I didn't realize it's been that long. Has Why did really? they go with uh, CBS every year? I don't know. No, it kind of loses its luster. You you would think. You were seeing a lot more on the shelves this year, but it's then we did just also sitting on, it on the shelves. Yeah. Now we also double production on it. So, really? yeah, I remember the first time we had it, which was what five years ago. Now we had a line at the door all the way down to the end of the building, blew a quarter barrel in 18 minutes. Yeah. We basically didn't close the tap. It we just crazy. filled it. Yeah. And now, I mean, we had it on for a week Bummer. You know, the last time. So I, just, I think it's lost a little bit of luster. I think it was a, a, maybe a poor decision. Well, I heard make them. So I heard founders I is uh, going to start contracting with Avery. For yeah, solid yeah, we're gold. actually going to do a contract brewing of all day with Avery. Oh, all day, yeah. Um, for the West Coast. Is the uh, Avery ownership group in uh, have an interest in founders? Um, no, but uh, we are both 30% partnership with Mahal San Miguel. Uh, okay. I didn't know Avery was in that. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, nobody talks about Avery's like sellout to anything. I didn't know they did, <laughs> man. That's uh, that was what two years ago. It's thirty percent selling out. I thought Avery was more than thirty percent. No, no, that's it. No, it's thirty okay. percent. Let me tell you about the time I met Matt Avery. Did we open <laughs> up the? <other> one? <laughs> yeah, we got fourteen open here. Oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, what was your least favorite beer or style this year? Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go against. Uh, crowd consensus maybe not in this group but general beer drinkers and say that uh brood ipas were a miss for me that's mine too really i did not like brutes either they, they didn't do much for me i it, thought milkshake ipas were 50 50 for me 50 50 i would agree with because some of those milkshakes i lo- i really liked and other ones i did not i thought cloud catcher was fire <sighs> see cloud catcher was a miss i thought it was a good beer to i think mi- milkshake ipa on that beer was a total misnomer if they had just labeled it as a new ipa from yeah. from odell i'd been like that's a great beer it's but milkshake clear. is now i don't get lactose it's not super fruity I, I i don't think it hit any of the key points of what a milkshake is supposed to be um that's personal opinion there's no style guidelines for milkshake ipa it can be whatever right. the fuck you want i guess really you know so because somebody had we had the cloud catcher on and we have our tangerine milkshake on and on friday i had a a guy come in. He's like, I've never heard of milkshake IPA. What are they? And I said, Well, this is kind of what I think of when I think of milkshake IPA. And I ran out lactose, f- tons of fruit, uh, tons of citrus hops. And he's like, Okay, it sounds good. Can I try both of those? 
I'm like, yeah. So I poured him a sample of both of those beers. He had the Odell. He's like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then he had ours. He's like, holy shit, that beer's awesome. I'm like, well, because it has all of those things I listed off in much greater quantities. Um, yeah. Not that the cloud catcher is bad. It just, I, yeah, I don't know. Did Deschutes do a milkshake IPA this year? No, sir. No. They did we uh, got a, New England, we right? Got a, we got a brew it coming out next year. Yeah, you got a brew coming yeah. out? <laughs> I look forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the was the haze. Uh, fresh, fresh haze. Fresh haze is really good. Yeah, that sucker. Uh, killing it. We've us. been crushing that here uh, with some of the 19 twos of that. I miss Chain Breaker. Oh, You're I not love the only Chain one. Breaker, man. You're not that the was only a great one. Beer. Everywhere I go, everybody's like, Chain Breaker? Is that coming back? And I'm like, I will make a suggestion when I go to Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Is Fresh Squeeze still around? They'd be like, oh, oh fuck. Absolutely. Danny yeah, says we on, need to bring back uh, Chain Breaker. Let's get on. We're brewing it. Change the schedule. You kind of got to listen to the Just minority. Like, let's Lewis. get the minority opinion. Dude, he's right <laughs> <up there. laughs> You mean Danny from Major Brands? I fuck that guy. <laughs> No, Chain Breaker was that awesome. I love that beer. No, that's that's, that's hands down one of the best white IPAs. I've yeah, had. I agree. It, and nobody's this, really doing that style anymore. No. This 2014 Abyss, I think, smells terrible. I really liked this the aroma of the 13. The 14, I don't care for, but the flavor, I think, I might like the flavor better. It's than got a little 13. bit of that uh, baby food nose, like mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I, it's hard to describe what I mean by baby food, but if you can just Think of opening a jar of like mashed carrots or something. Like this is what it sounds like <laughs> or smells like to me. No, mashed carrots are really awful. <laughs> this is way more um, molassesy than than the thirteen. Yeah. Is the is, is I don't the, get nearly as much cherry bark. Yeah. <laughs> So this one is malt beverage brewed with blackstrap molasses, licorice, and with cherry bark and vanilla added. 6% aged in oak bourbon barrels, 11% aged in oak barrels, and 11% aged in oak wine barrels. Isn't that the exact same exact thing? Same. Same. It's the same, same so ingredients. They is it the same thing every year? Every year. Every year it is. But it, they change okay. up the percentages of how yeah, they in the barrels. this barrel and okay. this barrel. And yeah, so, so the 15 is going to have a lot more... Uh, 21% aged in oak bourbon and then oak wine, 21% as well. Gotcha. Did you guys have a least favorite beer this year? Danny? Jacob? I just like beer. I don't yeah. think I don't mm. think there's just one that I'm just like, I can't pick that one up again. Anything from Ballast Point? <laughs> yeah, that should have been the answer. <laughs> no comment. I don't want any uh, lawsuits on my hands right now. Jake? Anything? No. No, no. thanks for the input, guys. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what I thought was a miss. Also, uh, outside of a style, a specific beer that um, I thought Sagatuck's Neapolitan Stout was a miss this year. Hmm. I'm going to respectfully disagree with that. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it, it wasn't world changing or anything, but I thought it was good. I, was, I still liked it. It's it's what I'm used to from that beer. I thought it was fun. The nitro version of that for me was just a huge letdown. I have found that I no longer like beer on nitro. Yeah. I, I like plain stouts. Just a regular milk stout on nitro. If it's got any flavor in it, I don't want it on nitro. I think the nitro kills it. I kind of agree. I, I haven't had a stout in a, or any beer in a long time on nitro that I thought was better off served that way. Me neither. Left hand Except is still like hand. the exception. Yeah. Um, True. A wake Up Dead on nitro, really good from them as well. Um, 
Oh, but their ESB was terrible. Sawtooth? Yeah, that's oh, it. That beer was bad. <laughs> well. Did you have anything on, Kyle, at your place that just was a miss that you thought was going to be super successful? Mm. Not that I can think of. I'm sure there's something, but. I'm just going over my head like, we had some beers that kind of took longer to move this year than I thought they would. Uh-huh. And, um, a couple of Adele beers, actually, for me, I, I thought um, Green Coyote was a miss this year. See, I love Green Coyote. I, I thought it was much better last year. I don't. I didn't. I didn't like it all that much anyway. I, I don't enjoy Tomatillos. See, I do. Um, so the flavor right off the bat was something I didn't. I didn't like. I thought last year's was a much better release. Though. Yeah, I really liked both years. You know which one I liked a little better this year than I did last year was uh, the same thing, but from Founders, uh, uh, Green Zebra. Yeah, I thought Green Zebra was really good this year, whereas the last year I did not care for it very much. Well, it's gone. It's not coming back. It is not coming back. That's too bad. I liked it this year. We and the sales team really wanted a 15 pack or something because it's like our summer crusher, and we decided to put that back in retirement for a bit. Bummer. That's too bad. Um, I do have can tell you a couple cool things that are coming that have been in retirement that we're bringing back next year for sure um, to kind of. Start off the year for a special release four packs. We're gonna do Blushing Monk again. That's, that's a good beer. That's been put away since. Oh, I like that beer a lot. Justin, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've told I've told Jake to his face. I do not like that beer. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And it ages well. I think it gets yeah. more tart with age. Um, and to finish out the year, we're actually gonna bring back our regular Imperial Stout. That I am looking forward to. Yeah. One of the best Imperial Stouts on the market. I love that beer. You know, we get that reaction from a. 95% of the people we talk to about that. It's they're, a they're, fucking they awesome beer. And it's a great price point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would put that and Lagunitas Imperial Stout up above so many other But the price points are comp- I mean, we still, I mean, what the Founders Imperial Stout is 8 bucks a bottle here, I believe, for a 12. It's yeah. not super cheap. It's not, but it's not. But it's really good. A 22 or $25 bomber or sure. something. No, I love that beer, though. I do, too. Like I said, one of the best on the market. Yeah. I had to look it up because I couldn't think of the name, but I figured out the beer that I hated more than anything in the whole world this year. Yeah. Sunset Coffee by Golden Road. It's the most flaccid fucking attempt at a stout I've ever had in my That's life. That's a nice it use of a description. Wow. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Flaccid. I like flaccid, it, man. Well done. Just watery, boring, You're a wordsmith. <laughs> it was disgusting. Why? It was a horrible attempt at a beer. You know what was good from them, though? All Mango of the cart. carts. Uh, <laughs> any of the carts. I don't like melon cart. cart. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Fuck. I liked melon no, they're, cart. They're not bad. I, I did. I, I, I liked them all. I, I they're, they um, can't brew a stout. I don't know that they can. What they're really good at brewing other than the wheats with fruit in them. Uh, I, th- I think, I think the, the wolves are pretty good, too. Yeah, wolf yeah. pup's not bad. Um, I've actually never had a stout from them before. I don't think I have either. I didn't know that was don't. even an option. But audit. apparently I don't go looking for uh, <laughs> no, you sunset should, you coffee. You really try it just to see what I'm talking about yeah. so you can be as disappointed as I am. Danny, did you guys do any sours this year? Yeah, we're always doing uh, sours on draft. Yeah. Um, just draft releases. Actually, this year coming up, we're going to be doing a six-pack sour. Nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty like uh, Berliner or what? It is going to be a Goza. Okay. Um, lavender. Um, I can't remember all the details right now, but it was something that was kind of plucked in on nice. a, on an email. Like, hey, we're gonna do, we're gonna take this beer and put this in a six pack. I'm like, hell yeah, let's see what it does. 
I think like Deschutes has a pretty good core set of beers, and I, I always miss not having you guys in the bar for a while. And now I'm happy that uh, we can get stuff. Like we got Black Butte in. I was gonna say I, we, I brought in Black Butte because I think it's the best porter it in is the world. Absolutely the best porter. I don't know about the world, but definitely in the U.S. There are only there the are country. only two beers I can think of off the top of my head that I say are the the absolute best to style: Left Hand Milk Stout Nitro and Black Butte Porter. I yeah okay. I love that porter. It's my favorite porter made in the States. Uh, Founders Porter is pretty solid, too. Black Butte is just great. Yeah. And uh, the only one that compares is Fuller's. I think Fuller's is really fucking What's good. What's weird for me on Fuller's is that if you get it on engine, it's, you know, the the actual pull engine. I don't even think those exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know who, yeah. any, if anyone actually has them anymore. Llewellyn's yeah. get rid of them? Yeah. yeah. Every Llewellyn's. Really? The, the Brickhouse hasn't. Oh, Isn't it the Brickhouse? The Brickhouse has it. It's a completely different beer when you have it on the engine than it is out of the bottle. Yeah. And out of the bottle, it's great. Nobody knows here how to pour an engine and set it up properly. Right. That's true. I remember working it when I worked it for Llewellyn's and we had the engines there. The kegs were fucking 40 feet away it's like you pump and pump and pump it's just air and foam like you'd fill a whole pitcher and then you'd pour out this three ounces you get half a snifter yeah super annoying and it it did a total disservice to those beers because fuller's makes i think great beer they obviously they've been around for 150 years or something like that so uh so on friday not to drastically change the subject but i'm going to because it's sort of on topic on Friday, we did that uh, bartending competition, uh, Justin and I versus Kyle and uh, Ashley, uh, one of his bartenders at Shamrocks. We don't need to get into who won or by how much or anything like that, uh, but we all raised a lot of money for charity, and that's what counts. Uh, however, twice I thought that a keg blew at Lulu's. I did too. I did the same thing. And both times they're like, what? What? No, I just changed that. And they'd go and pour it again. It would pour just fine. Like, wait a minute. No, I know what the fuck I'm doing here. That that keg blew. They're like, no, no, that was just an air bubble. It happens all the time. <laughs> the first beer I poured behind the bar was yeah. an Amberbach for somebody. I poured it and went all over. And I said, oh, sorry, what, el- what else do you want? And then I went and told one of the girls. And she's like, and she did the same. She walked over and poured it. I'm like, fuck. Um, okay. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, she said, it's just an air bubble. Happens all the time. That can't be good. No. <laughs> and I tried telling her that. She's I like, I can't even think of how that would happen. Um, there's only like a only like one way that it can happen, and it's the gasket on the keg right by the ball valve. But this happened on multiple four beers. or five kegs. So they just have couplers that have super old, worn down gaskets. Either yes. that, or they've got uh, uh, a leak in a, the a hose. A leak somewhere. Yeah, yeah there's know. a leak in the hoses. But I don't even know what's happening. I don't even know which that would be you know is it the air going in or is it the beer coming out that that doesn't make any sense i don't know it, it would be hard be to narrow down um but either way it was a fun time i had a really good time behind the bar the one thing that i i even said to justin in the middle of it, i'm like you can tell they're not a draft beer bar <laughs> I, and all of our customers showed up and they that's all they wanted to drink was draft beer and uh yeah, I think the first six customers showed up, and then they were out of pint glasses. <laughs> yeah, I, it was, I don't even know if it was that many. <laughs> they had they, they had, had open like, up cases of pint glasses. They had for some us like sixteen year old sixteen uh, year old kid bar backing for us, and yeah. he's just washing the fuck out of pints the whole time because yeah, we had a lot of people show up at the the second session for us. Uh, lots of draft beer and a lot of shots. 
I fell when I got home. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not proud of this. Uh, but okay, so we we bartended there. I came back and closed the bar. I had to work. I felt fine. We got in the car. Lynn flips the heat on. We're driving out of here. I'm like, I got halfway home. I'm like, now nah, you got you got pulled over right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 in his defense, in an hour and a half of bartending at Lulu's, we did nine shots of Jameson and two bombs. Yeah, yeah I, oh. had, I had eight shots and four beers yeah. and. And I, then we got back here and had another shot at the end of the night, which was stupid. And I was drinking gin and tonics. Yeah. It was. And then we went back to his house and drank. Yeah. We had some super cluster at the end of the <laughs> nightcap it. <laughs> Just to cleanse the palate. It was fun, though, man. Like uh, like Jeff said, uh, I, he missed bartending when you don't have to, like, ring shit in. Yeah. The girls that were paired. Yeah, we got to do all the fun part of partnered bartending. Partnered with us. They, you know, they took care of the POS stuff because we didn't have to learn that rope. We were only there one night. So, yeah, so we just went out and took orders and collected money for the 50-50 and then just poured a shitload of shots for everyone, and it was a lot of fun. God, my head's starting to hurt just thinking about all those shots. Mm-hmm. I'm start- feeling right over here. At one point, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff looks at me. I'm like, I do not need any more shots. And he's like, yeah, me either. And then someone's like, can I buy you a shot? I'm like, Fuck, it's for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Wu-Tang and Jameson, it's yep. for the children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did have to do a straight shot of peppermint schnapps. Mm. Um, it's not good. It wasn't Rumplemints, so it, you know, it was like Bellows, garbage, uh, melt some uh, like candy cane into Everclear and call it a day peppermint schnapps, and it was terrible. We're getting ready to open up the 15 Abyss. Uh, for those of you keeping track, if you have a 13 or a 14, I would open them both. Hey, I think the uh, 14's pretty much at its uh, you, peak as well. I suggest they don't wax these fucking bottles so much. <laughs> I did not like. I did not like okay. that last one. You didn't like the it's 14. It's like breaking into the Ark oh. of the Covenant. Wow. Duly, duly, oh, weird yes. reference, duly but okay. What do you, uh, do you guys like Abyss or uh, Black Butte Anniversary better? Uh, depends on the Black Butte anniversary. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the year. The one with those are all different. Really like the cranberry one was fucking awesome. Yeah. The cranberry that's, and chocolate. That's one that stands out to me as as the the really good one. Yeah. The one that I like a lot every yeah. single year. I always go back to that one. The next year I remember not liking it. It was like boysenberries or something like that. It was too fruity. I've got two or three bottles at home. Uh, the boysenberry one. I have one of those. I have one of the cranberry. You're right. The boysenberry remind me a lot of Bramble BCS. It was very jammy yeah. uh, and kind of cloyingly sweet. Jeff would hate it. Uh, I'm interested to yep. see how that beer is going to taste with a couple of years on it now. Did you guys try Bramble this year? Yes. yes. We had it on yes. tap here. Was it good? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was, thought it was, it was really great. good. I've heard bad things. It's, They're wrong. I They're, yeah, worried. I completely agree. Did and you I'll, like Northwoods? I did. Then you'll like Bramble. Yeah. Awesome. It's as sweet and fruity and jammy. I think a lot of people's criticism was that it was too fruit, fruited and too sweet. I think Bourbon County this year was a fucking home run. Just regular Bourbon County, I thought it was one of the best I've had. Everything I've had this year on that lineup was great. I haven't had vanilla or barley wine, but all of the other variants I thought were really good. I'm a little worried about vanilla. Vanilla is my favorite one they've ever done in the last decade. All right, the vanilla they did was, what, three years ago, four years ago? Yeah. Hands down my favorite one. I was told this year it's really not very good. The vanilla is super sweet, kind of overpowering, takes control. But the same person that told me that said that they hated the Midnight Orange because the orange was super sweet, overpowering, took control. Now, I thought the Midnight Orange was pretty good. Um, straight out the tap, 
not so much. But again, if it sat there for 15 minutes and warmed a little bit, I thought it turned it really mellowed and 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 molded nicely. Yeah, so, I agree. Going considering it's the same guy telling me both things, I'm anxious to try it because again, the vanilla is my favorite ever. But I have a hard time with taking random people's opinions because I, you know, like if you say a, something or Kyle <laughs> says something, I know what we'd like flavor wise because we sit here and we drink five six beers every every the, well this was a show every week a Goose Island employee. <laughs> Oh, no shit. <laughs> I still, though, I don't know their palate. Yeah. You know, like, I generally, Kyle and I are going to agree on certain styles, and me and you are going to agree on certain styles, and you two are going to agree on certain styles in a different way. I just, like, if I have somebody walk into the bar and tell me, oh, this beer's terrible, chances are I'm not. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, for sure. I just found some button on my mic, and I think I've been turning myself up and down this whole time. <laughs> Mine has that, too. Yeah, it's on all of them, but I never hold my mic. I'm always at the table, but I had to scoop back so that people could see Danny. It's no, nice Nobody wants to see me. Come on. Everybody wants to see you. This sexy man right next to me. And He's like Danny. the nicest guy on the planet. <laughs> Thank no, you. not really. Not really. You were laughing when we were talking about the Bourbon County. Did you have a... Did you have something you you liked or didn't like? Well, I just remember vanilla when that oh, one yeah. came out. Like that was that was phenomenal. And yeah, I just can only imagine what that would taste like now. I hated it when it came out. Really? Well, it's a seventeen percent. It was hot and oh, yeah, sweet no, as mean, fuck, and I, I didn't mean, like it. That's, but that's we opened one up for. just a couple weeks ago, and it's amazing. Just I, absolutely amazing. I haven't had the heart to try the the bramble because the one the last one we had was when. Kyle's place burned down, and it was an incredible night. Yeah. I mean, shitty night for you, but we had fun. But the rest of us, we loved it, man. Yeah. It was a good night. Bramble was, like, my white whale for a long time, like, and I finally got to try it, and it's still one of my favorite beers I've ever had. Uh, that and Backyard Rye were, like, my two favorite BCS oh, yeah. releases. Oh, Backyard Rye. I forgot about that one. Uh, when we did the show, the first iteration uh my we we had an episode on my birthday and uh i think jeff brought me a bottle in to drink on the show backyard rye and all the guys there warren warren came out that night like that was oh yeah <laughs> that was when we drank all the black uh, or the uh, uh brewery stuff and uh I was went, it was that whale day yeah that was whale day oh. on my it was on my birthday and uh lynn came and picked a, picked me up i rode out there with uh, uh, picked me up and we went to the hockey game, <laughs> and we get like halfway to the the dome, and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta piss!" Like, I've just had nine different 18 percent beers to <laughs> and whatever P, you know, all the PBRs we had, and we get stuck in traffic. And I'm like, "Fuck!" And I'm just like holding it as hard as possible. We get finally we get into the garage. There's like no oh yeah because it was a Fat Tuesday. Um, that week also, so downtown was a nightmare. There was nowhere to park. All of the lots were full. We finally get into a garage. We have to drive all the way to the top floor, you know, in traffic up the garage, and we get up to the top and we finally park. I'm like, I'm not. I I can't walk to the stadium. We're like 20 minute <laughs> walk to the stadium. So you Lynn, broke the law. Lynn's got a a, a 32 ounce uh, QT cup <laughs> in her car. Uh, I'm like, I got I got a piss. So I'm just sitting there and I fill it up. I'm like. I'm getting close to the top. I'm like, do you have another cup? And she's like, 
it's like dumb and dumb. Yeah, there's like one more <laughs> bottle in the back or something of something. I filled that up too. It was like almost half a gallon. Of At least you didn't throw up. I didn't throw up. Uh, but I set it down next to the car. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just, you know, when we get back, I'll find a trash can somewhere and throw it away. Well, we're walking back up to our car after the game, and there's, like, somebody that works in the garages there and, like, picks has my bottles in his hands and is, like, walking them off somewhere to throw them away. I'm like, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> and we're going to, like, have to walk around for a while because I'm not getting into that car as soon as this guy just <laughs> handled my, my 32-ounce peak. <laughs> Why didn't you just piss on the ground? You, Come that, on, man. You got to register at that point. Uh, not uh, if you don't get caught. That's a sex crime, man. You can't do that. There was people everywhere. I couldn't risk it. Lots of peoples. <laughs> that, I don't think I've ever peed so much in my life. It was miserable. Barrel-aged bottle openers are bottle openers that are barrel-aged. Well, not exactly barrel-aged, but they are made out of barrels. Each barrel is made by hand by a friend of the show and is guaranteed to open your bottles. If you need a bottle opened, barrel-aged bottle openers will open it for you. Why would anyone ever open a bottle with anything other than a barrel-aged bottle opener? Locally made, locally opened. Barrel-aged bottle openers. No creased caps with a built-in magnet, so no lost caps. Barrel-aged bottle openers. They won't open barrels, but they will open bottles. Barrel-aged bottle openers. Great for birthdays, Christmas, groomsmen, bridesmaids. Stop looking for gifts and start buying barrel-aged bottle openers. What's opening your bottles? So you guys have a particular story from this year that uh, was a favorite? I'm going to go back to the whole year-in-review thing. I don't know. It's kind of like uh, just sprung that as just an idea that I had, and I don't know that I have an answer for it. So, uh, Brew like you and Lou? Uh, That's, yeah. That was the first one that I thought <laughs> yeah. of, to be honest with you. That's number one on the list. I don't know. I, I think there was just uh, there was a lot of shakeups this year in the beer industry. Uh, you know, high end, all those people getting laid off. Yeah. Um, you know, the founders' sexual or uh, racial discrimination lawsuit that's still ongoing. Yet the shoots, you know, it's laid people off. I I, I just think it was a tough year trillium. for for beer. Trillium, yeah, the trillium shit that just came out. I don't know. I, I I don't think it was a particularly positive year for craft beer. I didn't feel that way either. It seemed like every week you know, there wasn't anything fun. We were always talking about the latest scandal. There were still some great beers, though. You know, we, I mean, that's the one thing that we can say is you know, I don't remember anything that was terrible this year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was tough. It's weird to see our little baby growing up into a real live industry. You know, it's almost sad. You know, like I got a 16 year old daughter. I'm like, fuck, man, this sucks. You're not my little girl anymore. And watching this industry turn into, you know, there were eight breweries in St. Louis when I opened. 60 plus. And now, now. there's six, over 60 now. You know, and that's the, that's just a microcosm compared to the U.S. You know, it's weird to see it turn into like something real. It's it's not just a hobby thing anymore. Right. You know, it's yeah, it's a real industry. Yeah. And put some. There's some serious money in it, and I think that brings all a lot of challenges uh, that a lot of people didn't see coming. Maybe it also seems to be turning into like a lot of the breweries seem to be turning on each other now. You know, I've always said for years I've said it's 
you know, us against the big guys, not us against us. You know, I've always, I think the example I've used, it's not, excuse me, exit six versus four hands for a second shift. It's exit six, four hands and second shift versus Anheuser Busch Miller and Coors. Whereas now it's starting to feel like it is almost exit six versus four hands for a second shift. And that's not a direct thing. Or I still love four hands. I still love second shift. I consider those guys to be very good friends We're of mine. We're fighting for a lot. Uh, a lot more for the market share. There really is. Footprint. Yeah. Yeah. The fo- yeah. You're right. Um, and it, it does seem to be starting to turn into that because, and, you know, it seems like, I mean, I know the numbers don't reflect it, but craft beer is more popular and it's getting more and more, gaining more and more popularity every single day. And yeah, it's turning into who's going to be able to pay the bills because there are almost 9,000 breweries in the U S now. And now we do have to fight each other, you know, over, over that footprint, over those handles, over that shelf space. Yeah, but it does not ever have to turn to slander. Hopefully not. Yeah. There's a lot more litigation than collaboration happening these days, it seems like. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. And anybody that knows where that came from, that's a great line. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that the one thing, it hasn't exactly played out yet, but uh, the resilience IPA thing that everybody's doing, that's bringing so us all back together. And that's probably the best story. Yeah. bring that up today. Um, that's been the best coming together of craft I, I, this year, you know, Sarah Rybicki was in today, had just a, a quick pint. We were talking a little bit about Schlafly and she said that because of uh, James being let go or resigning, however, uh, that they are now doing the resilience. So apparently he wasn't uh, going to let them, but now they can. They came out today and said officially 1,400, 1,440 breweries are like officially signed on and have brewed the beer. Um, you know, when I think we talked about it a few weeks ago before everyone had brewed it, it was like, oh, 3,000 breweries said they were going to brew the beer. You know, we knew that wasn't going to happen. There, four, 1,400 out of 7,000, though, it's a, a big chunk. You know, you're talking 20% almost at that point of the breweries in the country stepped up to help out with the fire in California, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Did Deschutes uh, do resilience? I believe they did. Yeah. Right, I'll double check. But... Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We are not going to do it. And that's not because we're assholes or anything. We're just too fucking small and we can't fit it into the schedule in time, to be real honest with you. I, I still think it's an awesome was an awesome idea. Uh, and it, w- it was cool to see how many breweries actually came out and to do it. You know, because people on the East Coast, none of that shit affected them. There's probably causes at home they could have done things for, but that was such a major event this year it's funny my wife uh, sent me a photo tonight uh her aunt lives uh, in california and was involved in her house was in the fire and uh, they had just built a new house that was all concrete so most of her house was fine um she sent me a picture of a big pile of aluminum on the ground and that was all that was left of their garage and then the next photo was a ladder that had been standing up against the side of the house that the top half had completely, like, melted. And there was just, like, three rungs left and everything else was just gone. Like, the devastation was crazy. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, craft beer could step up and do something good for the people there. Did you happen to see the story of that uh, <clears throat> the family whose dog had, like, split they like ran away no. during the fire. Yeah, They're like, crazy. "Hey, come on back, get back here!" And you know, dog's gone. It's scared. Um, well, they wouldn't let anybody go up to their house until they were 100 percent sure the fire was out. So it was like two weeks later. They were allowed to go back to their house, and the dog was sitting there, like in the burnt rubble. The, there was 
like a two by four sticking up and a pile of ashes, and the no dog's shit. just dog's just chilling there waiting <laughs> for its yeah, owners to come back. That's cool. It's kind of neat. I think we'll see this more now when you know, say like a hurricane hits or something like that. Whoever's affected will will put the you know the, the eagle call out to the other breweries and say let's help out you know this part of the country next. It's such an easy thing for. Do you think w- they could hit the same rally though? I don't want to downplay. It just depends. I think it, it really depends. I think it's an easy thing to do. Just make a beer, whatever it is, and say, hey, a dollar a pint or $2 a pint is going to go towards charity. Like, th- our customers are always are going to be here no matter what. They would order that beer if it was going to help. Even if they only have one a night and they go back to whatever they normally drink. I think craft beer drinkers generally are pretty socially conscious people. Um, and they're givers. Yeah, they really are. I mean, look at what we did on Christmas. And yeah. I mean, look at the results of the the Lulu's bartending thing. Again, it doesn't matter about who won and by how much, but just look at it. At everybody coming together to to give to the 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 cancer kids. Talking about it that direction is. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Let's just put one fucking thing out here real quick. Yeah, you okay. guys got the best time slot spot spot. Okay, by so. Far. I had the fucking dinner crowd and the old people dinner crowd as well. When we uh, we didn't sell, we sold one thing of food. Uh, and then if we, we did, t- yeah, I oh. sold chicken fingers to somebody. Yeah, good job. Uh, if you took off the sales for the people that came in that weren't for us, we still almost doubled your sales. You are in a shithole bar that that's fired. That everybody <laughs> just wants to drink. You got the drinking time. We had all of our customers show up. We had like thirty people show up. Sure, I, I understand that. Or was it people walking in? Hey, can I get fries and a burger? No, fuck you. You get Jameson. Yeah. Here you go. Okay, if you, I will if you, say if you're gonna start at seven, are you gonna start at nine? Which who's who's gonna sell more alcohol? Dude, I still had to work the bar. I had to work here that night before I came and did that. I, I what does that have to do with anything? I couldn't be there at seven o'clock. Well, <laughs> I could. So don't beat me up because you guys beat Nobody's me by the bed. Keep in mind, I have said. Oh, it's the second time you mentioned it. It Come on. doesn't matter who won or how by much. I See, kept this is it the, civil. This is the thing. I you guys say I I did this. I said congratulations, boys. I get here and you guys give me shit. How? I said it doesn't you know matter. How it's not. Works, but right? It's not. It's not by how much or how who did what or blah blah. He's snickering at you. You're fucking making love eyes at him. <laughs> good fun Kyle we had a good time with it so did I until I had to talk about it right now <laughs> we did do something creative though uh we got them to let us do three dollar shots of Jameson nice uh then we did half pours uh but we got like everybody in the bar bought them at that point like we even offered we're like we'll just we'll put the two extra dollars in a per, per so person we were gonna do three dollar shots of Jameson and however many we sold we were gonna pay the two bucks yeah. to balance it out and she's like how about we just do an ounce pours for yeah. $3? Like, all right, cool. Yeah, all right. That's even better. We had, It's so funny that uh, most of our customers that were in that came in to see us there, they're all big craft beer drinkers, but they also drink a lot of liquor. Like, we walked in, and one of the first things Jeff's pouring is like nine shots of Jameson, and then it was like 16 vodka Sprite I think we things. went through four bottles of Jameson. <laughs> nice. Back to the year interview. Yeah. I'm scrolling through uh, the posts from uh, Patreon from over there. Uh, I think the uh, Jester King pulling out of uh, oh, the various yeah, festivals of sell-out breweries. That was kind of a so big one. That seems like so long ago. It was like in June. 
It wasn't Ish. really that long. Yeah. That that recent. Uh, I thought that was a uh, an interesting one. Do you guys have a favorite movie um, this year? PBR Miller. Movie? Yeah, a movie. Oh man, Avengers and Infinity War. Yeah. yeah really? really good. Yeah, man. Are you a big again, uh, a comic so, book guy? I mean, I beer and comic books are my thing. Yeah. Really? You're a comic book book oh, guy? Yeah. Have been all your life? All my life. No shit. All my life. How do you get into comic books? I was never into comic books as I a was, kid. I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get into them. So you, you can't go to a movie or see. Well, I guess even back then there wasn't that How'd many superhero movies. How would you afford a comic movies. book then? They were, they were like a dollar like a dollar piece. Maybe, really? The most you paid like three bucks. Yeah. Back when I was and how often did they come out? Monthly? Or weekly? Yeah, it was like monthly. Monthly? Monthly. Really? Marvel yeah. or DC? Oh, Marvel. All the way. No, don't get me wrong. I still respect so, Superman. So at Batman some point in your childhood, you're like, well, might as well see what the comic book's all about. Yeah. And you picked it up and picked read it. it you're like, well, I can't wait I for next need month. The next one. Yeah, I need the next and one. And you just stuck with it, huh? Stuck with it. Who was your, uh, who was your go-to? Who was your guy? Spider-Man. Really? Like, he, he's just iconic. How is that? Have you seen Venom? I haven't seen Venom yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. It looks good, though. A few people that I talked to said it was it yeah. was it was decent. <clears throat> it was decent. It's not on the same. It's it's not in the same realm as the Marvel films. Yeah. Because it was uh, another company doing it, but. Deadpool you know. two was really good. I like oh, that. Yeah. Really like that. I like that too. Did you see they're doing like the PG thirteen version? Yeah. Where it's gonna be like Why? editing out some of the. How? Why? 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 They're doing they, it for it's charity. for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Something I think like it's that. a charity deal. It should be coming out like soon. Yeah. It's. That's too bad. I mean, I don't care. You, give me, give me the radar version. Yeah, that's what I like. Just that's like, that's I part mean, of what I think makes Deadpool so awesome was the the profanity and you know, dick jokes. crassness of it. Yeah, the, the dick jokes. <laughs> well, I think uh, keeping on the subject, like Logan being rated R, was amazing. Yeah, that was the best. And Logan was film. really good. Like seeing, I've Wolverine. actually seen that. God, you liked it. No, we just cracked the 2014 Bourbon County. It's fucking awesome. Insane dark. Holy fruit. shit, this beer is good. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the description of this show on May 29th. Uh, oh wow! I don't know if it was an after dark or not, but it says, "Who wants to go hang at Club Feet?" Lots of taint talk. Jeff is lost in a balloon, and Justin hates the people that installed his carpet. I don't know what that's all about, but <laughs> I don't even have carpet in my. That house. sounds like a good show. Year in review, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ripped our carpet up ourselves. I had wood floors put in. Those guys were decent. Yeah, we talked about this. They probably smoked <laughs> a lot of meth in their day, but they fucking laid a floor. Newmark, no problem. Newmark two versus hankering for a Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Hankering for a Joe is one of my favorite conversations we had, man. <laughs> oh god, that was funny. I'm trying. There's, there, I know there's another really good movie like that I loved, and I, I don't can't think of what it is. I don't think I saw a single like movie released this year. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't watch uh, a lot of movies anymore. Man, you should. Netflix is good for them, I, but I, they're I'm, usually I, a year late. So. A, here's what I do: I'll find a TV show that's new and I'll watch it, and then. You, and then I'll finish it, and then you know I always go back to old shit. Like I started Lost over again. Like I've seen, I've watched that show classic six times probably. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to watch it again. 
I've watched Futurama five times this year, the you know, whole way through. I started Seinfeld back up last week. Nice. Like I have all of these old shows that I just fall back on. I don't, I just I haven't had anything this year that really like struck me. <laughs> uh, you know, like the new ma- last year Making a Murder, I would have said it was my favorite series of the year. Uh the the version this year fucking sucked. Dude, I, I didn't even finish I, 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 it. I didn't even start it. I just, watch, I just watched Narcos Mexico. It's really great. I've heard that. Yeah, it's I've really, been. really good. Uh, I haven't been watching binge watching Anthony Bourdain. The Alpine yeah. Green Flash. So good. Oh, that was this year too. Yeah, Fuck. That, yeah. Was, that, that was, was back in deal. May. That was a good story. That was fun to pay attention to. Sorry, I wasn't trying no, to, to I was I was finished. <clears throat> Eat these paydays. I'm going to be hungry in an hour. Travis just said that was the best after dark <laughs> show of the year. Um, what about music? A new band that you really like this year? Yeah, Red City Radio. Yeah, they're really good. That was a band that I learned. Never heard of them. That was a, who I went and saw in Denver. Yeah. Um, Jake told me he's like you. You'll really like these guys. I, I almost guarantee it. Red Rocks. No, it's some bar in downtown, like heart of downtown. Do you know where Star Bar is? Absolutely. Five doors up the street. Oh, hell yeah. You like yeah. Starbar? I like Starbar. I also really like Starbar. Apparently, Jeff had a bad a bad time at Starbar this year. It wasn't great. Please elaborate. All right. I w- <laughs> so I'd, we went to Starbar when I was there with him several years ago, and I loved it. It was my the highlight of my trip kind of a thing. It was the first time I tried Lilacoy Capolo, which is one of my favorite beers from Avery. Met the owner of Templeton there. Oh, I forgot. It. Yeah, the Templeton uh, event there was awesome. Yep. And then we laid down on the couches and watched the World Cup game outdoors. It's glorious. We had so much fun at this place. So I go back there three weeks ago, and uh, Lauren's with me, who wasn't there last time, and my niece and her fiancé were with me who weren't there last time. I'm like, I haven't been here in so long. Last time I was there, that TV, these couches were facing this way. We laid down on the couches, and we watched a World Cup game on that TV, and the walls weren't here, but it was great. And the bartender's like, no, you didn't. What? 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 He goes, Excuse me? you're telling me you watched on those couches on that TV World Cup? And I said, yeah. He goes, when? I said, last time World Cup was on, I don't know, two, three, four years ago? Those couches have never been in that position. No, you that that was a different bar. I'm like, I don't I don't know, dude. I'm I'm pretty sure it was here. I'm like, he's like, we don't show sports on that TV, and the couches are always shaped like this. There was no way that that was at this bar. Sorry, bro. All right, dude. My bad. I man, you I got broed, and it was really you got, you got broed. <laughs> it was really bothering me because I could have sworn it was at Star Bar. So I go back to the table and I'm stewing. I'm getting mad because there of the way this guy. There were six of us that had the same experience. This is not a Mandela effect type thing. Like all six of us were there and did this. So I, I'm like, fuck it. I go through all my old photos on my phone, and I can search by the city on my phone. So I type in Denver, and sure enough, I've got a picture uh, that Lynn took of me, Justin, and wheelchair laying on those couches, pointed in the way that I said. With the TV, soccer on, and the giant sign that says Star Bar right there on the wall. I weasel my way up to the front of the line. He had a line of people waiting for drinks. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. Weasel my way up there, and I'm like, hey. And I hold up my phone, and he grabs it from me. He's like, you know, he looks up at the, the Star Bar sign. He's like, huh. I guess you were here. And he back my phone and turns shot. around like, you motherfucker, man. <laughs> I drank my one beer, and I left. Piss me off. 
the 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 cool thing about that bar is like two doors down, like the dispensary is like right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right there. It yep. is nuts. There's dispensaries everywhere you look. Oh, it seems so. You can't you can't kick a hobo without him running into a fucking dispensary door. Seriously, you kicking hobos? <laughs> Only when kick I need to find a dispensary. <laughs> kick a hobo, kick a hobo. Come on, find it, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, man. How about uh, trips? You guys have a city this year you hit that was your favorite? Austin. I, yeah, I know. You You said Austin's you had a good great. time down there. I've never been. I really want to go to Austin. Uh, but Isn't that the live capital music? Yeah, yeah that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have had a little warmer weather, but uh, there's a lot of rad bars down there. It's a lot of fun. Fun drinking culture. When I went to Chicago, just the two of us. I was just got to that. Right and uh, fucking, it was a great time. Like, you went to a cool speakeasy. Yeah, the, uh, Green Door was fantastic. We walked, we walked in. We once we found it. Uh, it was in the basement of another bar, and there's just like some bathrooms, and then like uh, their walk-in or something is down there. But there's this one door that's not a door. It just has a bunch of stickers and shit on it, but there's no handle. And you, like, push it, and it pops out. You go in, and it was... You say New England clam chowder. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> uh, Is it the red or the white? No, we walk in, and it's um, Wu-Tang night. So they're playing Wu-Tang yes. on the radio or on the speakers. That ain't nothing to fuck it with. It is not anything to fuck with. And then they're showing old martial arts movies, and all of their, uh, and then like in between the martial arts movies, uh, they have a burlesque show on the stage, like once every forty-five minutes or something. And then um, all of the drinks for that night were like Asian-inspired, <laughs> or you could. They had this big giant box of fortune cookies that were, I don't know, ten times the normal size. You can buy a drink. It's ten bucks. You get to pick the fortune cookie, and whatever is in the fortune cookie, that's what they make you. And it's not like a specific drink, but like a flavor profile or something. It was just, it was really fun. Uh, we had a really good time there. Travis says he's in Dallas right now, and that's not his favorite trip of the year. But he hasn't fallen off a scooter yet, so he's got that going for him. <laughs> Danny, you don't listen to the show, right? <laughs> No. Yeah, well, Justin fell off a scooter in Memphis, and, uh, yeah. I got a little this weekend. <laughs> You're going to be in Memphis this weekend? Oh, yeah. Nice. Man, I love Memphis. Bill Street, shout out. Yeah. Shout out? Big-ass beers. Yeah. I'm not a big Beale fan. We go down like to Memphis like once people. a year. There are no skinny people on Beale Street either. Not one. I mean, that's the South. There's not a lot of skinny people yeah. in the South. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Gus's fried chicken a block up the street, man. I mean, I, I wouldn't I be Gus's in Austin. God, I love Gus's. So good. Their sides suck, though. Not <sighs> good. I like I the had, Mac. I had collard greens, dude. I, I did not get the Mac. I got collard greens. I like the Mac. It was awful. You I don't gotta, like greens, you gotta so. To, you got to go to Nashville, man. Yeah? That's where it's at. Really? Nashville's where it's at, man. I but Memphis, Memphis is the original Gus's. I, I love Memphis. But, man. You, I've never you had. Get uh, some, you get some Nashville hot chicken? I was just going to say, I've never had Nashville hot chicken. Mind blown. Really? I've never been to Nashville. I've actually heard it's a fun city. But my problem Nashville's going fun. to Nashville is that like it just sounds so fucking Hoosier and country music ish. Well, like it you you their version of Beale, which is Broadway, sucks ass. 
It's fucking terrible. One, it's open to traffic. But you still have the same no, number garbage. of people. Yeah. So that sucks. Two, if you're wanting to wear your shit kickers and listen to both styles of music, country and western, mm-hmm. you're fine. But if you want to hear anything other than twang, no, nah, no, nah, you're in the wrong fucking part of the town. That's where I saw. But the rest of the city can yeah. be very fun. All right. Anthony, well, Anthony Bourdain did a, did a Nashville one, and they had some chick that she was uh, in a punk rock band there. Jack White lives there. And uh, so they were doing a, they did a thing there, and this piece, these people's houses, it was crazy. Uh, their doormat said Disgrace Land was their house. But then you go in, and they were, like, making really incredible food. But then Jack White's playing the drums while this girl sings. And, I mean, it was like, I mean, take a music venue and put it inside of a big house. That's awesome. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's but awesome. she, she claimed With Jack White? Yeah, yeah that's She that's claimed right. it, uh, to think that, or that the punk rock scene is getting much better in Nashville. And you're also starting to get a lot more other stuff besides just country and, and old went, school. Yeah. I went there about school. four years ago, maybe five. I don't know. And it's, I don't know. Nashville is turning into Austin. Like, it's blowing. Yeah. Is it really? It's blowing up. More than just the more fucking just twang? The, yeah. yeah. It's, I just, it's the number one growing city outside of Denver, I think, right now. I was not having fun there. I, I think I could have. I mean, I went there. It was just me and a girl. And, you know, we hit Broadway. And it was just. I didn't enjoy Broadway. If I were to go back, I'd be fine going back with Lauren, but I wouldn't go to Broadway. I would rather go with I think a group. You're really close-minded like about shit, though. Like you can't, you don't think you could go into any of those bars and enjoyed any of the the music that was going on. <laughs> you know how I am about live music to begin with. You know, one, if I'm going into a bar for live music, I want to go there f- specifically for the band. Sure. And two, we couldn't carry on a conversation. You know, I mean, everything I mean, is turned story. up, yeah. full blast, full volume. Um, it, no, I there are some country music that I like. You know, um, there used to be a point in time that I'd say that was what I listened to is alternative country. Sure, pop country? you know, no, no, not pop country. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. There are a lot of of alternative country bands that I really like. You know, uh, Slobberbone, uh, Drive By Truckers, Old Ninety Sevens, Wilco, Sunvolt. Those guys, I like those guys a lot. Used to listen to it a whole lot. And if I could have found that in Nashville, I would have been happy as all hell. But no, it was all Travis Tritt style with annihilated. That's such a weird pull. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to think of that twang bullshit Garth sound. Brooks, Andrew, ja- Andrew no, Jackson. No, because you know, even uh, Garth Brooks, I can respect some of his music. It's not my style, but sure. but he doesn't have that same twang that uh, Randy Jackson, Travis Tritt, those guys. Yeah. Uh, God, who's I know the, what you're saying. You know, I just I don't care for that. And you listen to it at ear piercingly loud levels. You've got these drunk woo girls everywhere. Woo. You got these bros and their shit kickers and ten gallon hats just looking to fight somebody it's that funny doesn't like it. A regular hat. You know, right? Funny name. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy Broadway. I, see, I kind of have gotten almost to that with Beale. Just being a, a fucking shit show, and we when we were in Memphis this yeah. year, we went to Beale and spent a very minimal amount of time there. Right. We went, we saw the people watching, we had a couple big ass beers, and then we found some and awesome other places that we had never explored before. And keep in mind, when we go to Beale, we don't go to those bars that have the loud music. No. We go to Club Handy. Yeah, we went to Coyote Ugly. Yeah. 
you know, and, the Coyote but, Ugly was fun this year. And uh, uh, on Broadway, man, no, it's uh, on Beale, it's nothing but ear piercingly loud blues. Yeah. On Broadway, it's ear piercingly loud country, and that's just not my thing. You kind of got to go off the strip in Nashville. Yeah, if you want to try to have that conversation. If you're on the strip, you're going to Tootsie's and all that, and uh, you're yeah, everybody's playing music. It's hard to even get when into I, some of those bars. When I've been talking about her night, you know, we we try to do one weekend trip just the two of us a year or something we went we did chicago this year because she hadn't been in a long time we've been talking about going to nashville just because neither of us have been there either and i think if it's like anything like memphis we're gonna have we're gonna find a the seam find the seam and have a good time yeah um just not on the popular and side of they Nashville. Absolutely like, exists. The you know we did that on Friday night and on Saturday night we found a bar that was doing their uh, their statewide release of Lagunitas. Lagunitas had just dropped in Tennessee, <clears throat> and it was this half indoor, half outdoor shithole bar. It was awesome. It was everything that I wanted in a, in a place. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Exactly. Are you a, are you a dive bar guy, Danny? I am. Yeah. I am definitely. Everyone in this group yeah. here. Yeah. We love the dive bars. I want to go where the locals hang out. One, the drinks yep. are usually cheaper. The people are usually more genuine. Uh, it's usually a, it, it might be more friendly, or also alternatively, the least friendly place you've ever been. Which I kind of dig. Also, I was saying I take both. <laughs> yeah. I'll take both. Like, give me your shithead attitude at the bar if that's what you do there. I want to experience it. I'm cool with it. Like, I'm also an You're asshole. An it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Whenever we go to any city, the, we find the first bar that. We think the bartenders are cool, and we say, "Where did all the bartenders go?" Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's where you really want to know. And that's yeah. how we started to have a lot more fun in Memphis now, because we stay away from fucking Beale Street. We found a couple of cool bartenders. We're like, yeah, what what are the industry bars? Yeah, Man, way different. There's a diner at the top of Beale, uh, and I can't remember the name of it, Blue but City. Blue City Cafe. Blue City. Uh, I stole disgust, a disgusting lot bathroom, of- right? Uh, the bathrooms are gross, but their uh, rub is fantastic. Mm. And- <laughs> We, Lynn and I left there at four in the morning one night when we were there by ourselves, and I stole the rub. Oh, they have the rub bottles on the tables, yeah. so like four of them when I walked out. <laughs> felt like a huge well, piece of shit the next day. One, every bathroom on Beale is disgusting, and two, uh, you can get stabbed in them. Yeah. I saw a uh, homeless man who's obviously high. With a knife or a penis. Uh, taking a shit with Fact. his pants off. Luckily. With the door open. I don't even know if they have a door. Um, and he was sitting in a pile of vomit where someone just uh, threw up. So that was really enjoyable to walk into. Man, he's, did you tell Hey, you're going to get vomit on your poop. <laughs> <laughs> was it two years ago, Memphis, when we were walking by uh, Silky's and everyone was pouring out and we're like, Yeah, because someone got stabbed. What the fuck's going on? And somebody walks out and is like, Oh, yeah, somebody just got stabbed in there. They're like, like Sorry, guys, our bathroom's closed. Someone just got stabbed. Yeah. Like, it was an employee right. that said it. Yeah. There are no clean restrooms in Austin either. Not one. Is, My hotel was true. the only one. And I asked Kyle, our uh, our uh, summit rep, I said, because he used to work or, or live there. And I said, dude, is there any clean bathrooms in Austin? He goes, I don't know. I just always peed in the alleys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go during okay. South by Southwest? No, no. It was just. So I was, in, not. I was in Austin during South by Southwest, and uh, you can't even imagine the amount of people that are on the streets in that time. It's like Mardi Gras in Soulard. And there are no public toilets anywhere, not a single porta potty on the street at all. And you have to cram. You put a lot a of QT cups out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better pick where you sit down, or it ain't gonna be good. That just sounds like a miserable time to me. Like South it, by Southwest as a concept sounds awesome, 
I would. I think it would you be can really see cool some great go. music there. Yeah, or, or Bonnaroo. Sure. Yeah. Oh man, I don't think I could do Bonnaroo. I got uh, this hippie friend of mine that loves Bonnaroo. Goes every single year, and I was asking him about. It, I'm like, what do you do about the bathroom? He goes, honestly, usually by Sunday, the porta potties are are mounded up like a foot high over the lid of of shit. Uh, I would open the door. I would vomit. I. Nah. It's I'm honest with you. I'm kind of my gag reflex kicking in just right now talking about it. Hey, strange woman, thanks for that. <laughs> it's fucking awful, man. No, it, those are yeah, not thanks, en- strange woman. enjoyable experiences to me. Like it, you've ruined the whole, the, all of the great time you're having with the atmosphere and the music and everything is just for me would be instantly down the drain by how bad the Unlike facilities the shit. are. Yeah, yeah. And I want to know who the first person is that takes the dump that goes up over the lid. Much so less many, the second or third. That's what, fucking what do you do? awful, man. You walk, you're, you're hammered, you open a porta potty, and you're like, what am I going to I'm either going to shit myself or I'm going to I'm gonna start doming over the, the, the bowl. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. It's in the woods, right? I mean, go find a fucking tree. You're t- you tree told me leaves. I was an asshole for wanting to piss on the, in the parking garage. You're going to go poop on a tree? I didn't say that. He said that. Not me. <laughs> I would have definitely pooped or pissed in the parking garage. But I mean, yeah, I'd I would much rather shit on a tree out in the woods than fucking try and drop deuce in a mounded if Jeff porta shits potty. on a tree in the woods. Can you hear it? Depends He's on tall. what I had for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pellets of corn and nut peanuts, <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> you on that keto diet? What's going on? <laughs> Awful lot of poop talk tonight. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Yeah, what does? So but, shit. But in festivals, shit. I mean, Lufus. Oh, that, that was a big. that was a bad oh, that bad thing. Big. Yeah. Are they going to try it again, or is it done? No. We, is the city done with a festival like that? Uh, it, no. Someone will someone will reinvent. They it. had such potential with with those, and I think depending on the year, the bands were really good. Last year was really good. Outcast was there last year. Last year, oh, Run the Jewels was there last up, year. Yeah. They uh, end, they end up with fifty bands, and three of them are good. No, nah, I think you're off. Just because I you do don't not. enjoy the style. No, of that's music. not true. Because like, uh, uh, fucking Mar, uh, uh, not Marvin Day and the uh, Morris Day in the time. I'm not a huge Morris Day in the time fan, but they were played at Lufest, and I would consider them pretty good. Even though it's not my style of music, it's not what I yeah. want to listen to. But I still consider them a good oh, band. Oh, oh, oh. Sure. So no, I am not selling it short because I don't like the music. I just I'm selling it short because I think that out of the fifty bands, only three of them are actually good, and three might be a low number, but maybe two a night. You know, they had Snoop play there a couple years ago, and I yeah. think Snoop's fucking awesome. Like you said, RTJ was there, but he, I mean, they had Huey Lewis in the news. Are you going to tell me Huey Huey Lewis in the news is awesome? They're a, a hugely influential band. Yeah, I think. I, I, they were thirty I, I years ago. So and that influential? Was the, Who the fuck did they influence? The whole, outside of Marty McFly. Come whole, on. I think the whole crux of no. that that show was to showcase music from multiple generations. So you had Run the Jewels one night, and then you had Huey Lewis, you know, also playing that day. Like, where else, What other venue could you go and see such a a, a vast difference in music styles and, and tastes? I don't know. I'd like to look up the the lineup for the past couple sure. of Lou Fest, and let, we can go through one by one and see exactly what you think is quality. You know, good. I'm not is arguing that I don't. I wouldn't like a lot of the bands necessarily. I'm just saying that I. And th- I'm not think saying like. 
I'm saying if they're actually someone that you would actually be excited to see. Somebody, a, a quality fucking band. And I think Huey Lewis in the News is more of a gimmick. We went and saw that 90s house. Uh, that was uh, awesome. We had a great time. But I wouldn't call any of those bands good outside of Vanilla Ice. And even he only had two good songs. But I went there for the novelty. Are you counting the Ninja Turtle one? No. <laughs> Dude, that Go Ninja Go is a fine jam, bud. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't call them good. Quality acts. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy them. I just wouldn't call. I mean, we paid twenty bucks to go see that show. Yeah, That's well, fine. I mean, what is what? Are, what were tickets but, for Lufest? Like they're not that expensive. I have no they're idea. Not, they're not that. Yeah, yeah twenty five bucks probably. For the price point, you're getting a very variety. I don't know. I acts. see a lot of other festivals in a lot of other cities, and they are way better than anything we get here. But way you're talking better. about fests that you're going to spend a hundred or two hundred dollars a ticket. Yes, on. absolutely, yeah, for sure. And I don't know if people in St. Louis will spend 100 200 bucks. I, I, I think, think right. for the right festival, they would. If I really get, do. If we get something like the Open Air Rock Fest that Chicago puts on, where they have a yeah. three-day festival, yeah. and you have Tool and Nine Inch Nails exactly. as headliners on two of the three nights, fuck yeah, I would go do that. One, we don't... Where can you put that venue that... In the in the city? You can't. We don't have enough you know, space. Yeah, I don't know where you would do it. I don't... I mean, Forest Park? Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I don't know where. I, I think because I you, mean infrastructure aside, they just don't come here. I mean, yeah, other cities are able yeah. to do it. Yeah. And, and I mean, so close. It's, you would have yeah, man. I should show you some of the punk lineups that I've been looking at. Fucking punk bowling in Vegas on Memorial Day, and there's another one in uh, Ohio actually. I mean, just blow your mind at the quality of, of acts that they are getting. Uh, you look at the open air fest in Chicago. You look at that festival that Travis went to or was going to go in to Lexington, in Louisville, or, uh, whichever was Lexington, somewhere in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, incredible acts and incredible nationally well-known high-end acts that if you went and see them by themselves, they're going to be $50 a ticket. Now you're going to see eight of them. And it's going to cost you $200 a ticket. Okay. I, I mean, you're still a deal. I get it. And I agree. And we just don't have the venue space for st- something like that in the city. Every other city does. We could find it. Here's 2017. Put it on the arch ground lineup. I mean, that's a they federal though. That's only problem. Yeah, they're going to destroy. It. <laughs> You're going to eat your words, I think. Me? Uh, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Cage the Elephant, Spoon, Huey Lewis, Marion Hill, ZZ Ward. Uh, Saturday or Sunday was uh, Weezer, Run the Jewels, Nathaniel Ratliff, and the Night Sweats, Lizzo, Lecrae. LaCroix, uh, that shit sucks. No, L E C R A E. I mean, those are. Uh, th- I mean, that's four that's good bands each day. Four. Snoop Dogg, KG Elephant. Okay, th- I'll give you those two. Spoon is good. We- Weezer, Nathaniel La- Ratliff. You're not gonna say they're not good. Oh, uh, Weezer, I'll give you. I even though these guys aren't relevant anymore. Weezer, Weezer, Weezer maybe. Definitely Nathaniel still Ra- relevant. They just have Nathaniel a new Ratliff, out on the radio. Nathaniel Ratliff just sold out the pageant last week. Ooh, the pageant. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. No, it's not, it's know, not it's punk a, bowling in fucking Vegas. That's the Vegas. best Jesus. place to see a show in the city. Uh, respectfully disagree, but it's, it's number two. You tell me it's Firebird or Fubar? No, Delmar Hall. I love Delmar Hall. It's modeled after Mississippi Nights. It's, yeah. But no, uh, for, for a big act, you're absolutely sure. right. You're absolutely Put right. them in the bowling eye. That's what's going to fucking make it better. <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta we got to wrap this up. And we Why? Have, well, because we have three more beers to drink on After Dark. No. Um, what's coming up? Four. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we got a couple of minutes. Let's talk about what's going on here. For um, us, New Year's or uh, Christmas Eve, we open at 4 p.m. 
I will be here working. We'll close whenever I feel like closing. I'll let the crowd decide that. Christmas Day, we open at 6 p.m. I think Aaron will be here working. If not, it'll be me. It'll be one or the other. Uh, we'll close whenever we feel like closing. You'll either be working that day or not working here at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice, buddy. <laughs> uh, we close early on Christmas Eve, close Christmas Day. Um, and... Our anniversary party is January 5th, so we do a big tap takeover for that. Yeah, is that a Saturday? Yes. Good, because I'm coming as long as it's not a Friday. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what you're putting on for it? Jake will be uh, spinning some records, and um, I know CBS. I know Barely Julie Jean. I know... Oh, I just got... uh, I don't know if you got a chance to get it. Uh, Melange Etois from... uh, Brewery? No, from uh, Nebraska. No, yeah, Nebraska. Oh, really? Fucking yeah. phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Right. Uh, a, we'll a Belgian golden ale uh, aged in Pinot Noir barrels. Oh, we had oh, no, Chardonnay barrels. I'm sorry. Uh, Chardonnay barrels. Earlier this year. Did we? Yeah. All right. I just, I thought it just came became available. Am I wrong? Maybe it was last year. Yeah. We yeah. had it on tap at one point. It was really good. Ooh, what year is this? 15? Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. This, this fucking BCS is awesome. 16. Oh, wait. 16? 16? Sorry. Yeah, 16. But God I, damn, that is good. I do, I do want to throw it out there that uh, two of the... Uh, you know, Exit Six and uh, Shamrocks will be getting uh, a quarter barrel of the Abyss this year. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't yeah. sold a beer here in like what, five years. What beer are you putting on for the year from Deschutes? I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out. There. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got hazy. The, uh, no, I mean the it's just the, the handle that you have to give them for a year to get Abyss. No, which, they have three red chairs on tap. It's red chair three times. I'll be looking forward to that. That'll be cool. Come on. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to uh, say anything that you guys got coming out to Shoots and Founders, respectively, uh, for the I year? What shamelessly plugged my beers, so yeah. we got a new mm-hmm. Pilsner coming out. Oh, that's exciting! So I Did, mean, uh, Jeff <laughs> is <laughs> saying that in a sarcastic manner, but yeah. I'm fucking excited. I said, I, we I'm both we were talking about this not that long ago that like lagers and pilsners get us excited because it's such a hard style to brew, and I love a good pilsner. So and, um, and, and yeah. a real. A real beer person can, uh, appreciates it so much more than your fucking let's go buy Magnums at $150 a piece right. on Saturday type person. No names named. <laughs> I there I, One story I always tell about my career at Shamrocks is Jake Flick was, was – I went to him and I said, you know, I was basically like gloating about how I just didn't appreciate – I was getting to drink all this great stuff and I didn't care about – all this other stuff, and he said, Get, "You put your ass down in the ground here, and we're gonna we're gonna cut you down a notch." Here's a uh, a Pilsner Raquel, and he's like, "It's super fresh," and I drank it. I'm like, "Fuck, this is great." Pilsner Raquel is so fucking good. Yeah. Man. So I, if you get a fresh one, yeah, that's you, you, exactly. you get a really so fresh, and preferably in a can, as far as I'm concerned. Very yeah. true. The green bottle sucks. Yeah. Uh, the green bottle is garbage, but honestly, it is one of the best examples of a a Czech Pilsner that you will ever have. That was when we launched the cans again, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You All remember right. this. I remember this. That's really about it for us then, right? Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Upcoming shit. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks after the holidays. Everybody be safe. Come up uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve here. We'll be open at Exit 6. Christmas Eve at Shamrocks will be open. Um, and uh, I want to say thanks to uh, Jake for joining us. Yeah. Danny for joining yeah. us. Pop off for the beers. Yeah, you know, thank, thank you, guys. you guys very much. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys after the new year. Yep. Happy you. new year, guys.